Hi, everyone, and welcome to our, the latest official episode of our English language video podcast series. My guest today is Jessica Morrison, who is, uh, like me, a Foreign Service officer posted to the U.S. Embassy in Amman, Jordan. Jessica, tell me if I've got this right, but you and your team are responsible for making sure that all of the foreign assistance, the, the programs that we support in Jordan, meet all of the requirements that the American Congress has laid out when they authorize us to, to spend that money. Yes, that's right. And thank you for having me on. Um, as you're probably aware, the U.S. is the, the top contributor of foreign assistance to Jordan. Um, and our foreign assistance portfolio here is one of the largest in the world. And Congress really values the relationship with, with Jordan. And, um, but, you know, of course, also wants to make sure that the resources are used for the purposes for which they were intended. It's important to Jordanians and Americans alike that the money is spent responsibly and transparently to, to best support Jordan and facilitate uh, Jordan's journey to self-reliance. I mean, I mean, I'm with you. as an American taxpayer. I want that money spent appropriately because it's coming from you know my paycheck, my family's paycheck, my neighbors. Um, but as a diplomat, I really want uh, both Americans and Jordanians to have confidence that these programs are, are being effectively structured and, and, and implemented because that is part of the relationship that we have. Absolutely. So it's super important what you're doing. Um, I mean, I, I, one of the challenges whenever you're trying to apply a legal requirement is that is that laws change over time. Uh, and we see it in the U.S. because, you know, Congress might adjust a law. They might pass a new law that changes it in part or wholly. Uh, the president might decide on the process of uh, applying um, laws that, that, that some changes need to be made in the administrative way. And then, of course, the biggest way that, that, that laws get changed is when uh, a court steps in and says, no, you need to apply the law in this way because either the Constitution or an earlier law says that's the way it needs to be done. And that's mostly what happens when we see the Supreme Court do something in the United States. Um, and, uh, you know, as it turns out, this is June, which is uh, for lawyers who follow the Supreme Court, sort of like the Super Bowl month, you know, or the, or the Champions League finale, because this is when the U.S. Supreme Court ends its annual term that begins in October. And so June is when you see all these really big uh, Supreme Court cases that are coming down, and they're all on the newspaper headlines. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's, it's something really fun to watch. And, and, and it's also important because these are the cases that not only the Supreme Court has been struggling over, but various lower courts have been fighting about. Some of them go back for years. Uh, I think there's no question that one of the most important cases that have come out of this Supreme Court's term is Bostick versus Clayton County, in which uh, the Supreme Court ruled that it is illegal uh, to discriminate against gays, lesbians, and transgender people in employment. That's right. And this case is a very big deal. Um, there are millions of Americans who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or non-binary. Um, and prior to this decision, their employer could have fired them solely on the basis of their gender, orient gender identity or sexual orientation, regardless of whether that were even true. Right. So if the employer thought, oh, well, that, that person must be, you know, a lesbian, uh, and, and they made it an employment decision based on that, that is actually illegal now. Correct. Right. Correct. In particular, this, this case from the state of Georgia was a, a man by the name of Gerald Bostick, who was fired by the, the state um, county government for which he was working on the basis of being gay. Mm -hmm. um, and this uh this was one of several cases that the court considered. The court also considered the case of a transgender woman, Amy Stevens, in the state of Michigan, who was fired by her employer when she came out as transgender. And and this is um, it's 
especially significant because it's the first time that the Supreme Court has made a ruling directly on the subject of of transgender rights. All right. So transgender, uh, you know, what does that mean exactly? Right. No, it's a good question. So uh, transgender, someone uh, who is transgender is an individual who does not identify with the, the sex or gender that they were assigned at birth. So, for example, a transgender woman may have been raised as a boy, um, assigned the, the sex of a male at birth, but identifies as a woman. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so, in this case, uh, in, in, in Bostick, which is actually, as you point out, a combination of several cases, and that's pretty normal uh, for these Supreme Court cases, for them to take a bunch of ones that, um, and, and bring them together. Uh, but in this case, it was a uh, of the nine justices or, or judges uh, that are on the Supreme Court, six of the nine agreed um, that that employment discrimination against uh, somebody who identifies as gay, lesbian, transgender, or binary was, was illegal. And, and what they did is they went back to um, a Civil Rights Act that was passed in 1964. That when it was passed, it was uh, it was more focused on uh, on racial discrimination and on sex discrimination. Uh, and this court looked at that and, and basically, uh, you know, I can read what the, uh, the author of the court's decisions um, said, and he, he's a judge appointed by President Trump, he said that an, an employer who fires uh, an individual for being homosexual or transgender fires that person for traits or actions it would not have questioned in members of a different sex. The employee's sex plays a necessary and undisguisable role in that decision, which is exactly what the law forbids. Now, although this this particular case was limited to employment discrimination, uh, the 1964 Civil Rights Act is also uh, covers a lot of other areas as well. So um, a lot of experts expect that we'll see challenges uh, to discrimination against gays, lesbians, transgender uh, people uh, in, in other areas such as in housing or in healthcare. Right. And this is one of several significant decisions that the court has handed down in recent years on LGBTQ rights in the states. Um, in 2015, as you're aware, the court decided that it was constitutional for for people of the same sex to get married. Um, it was hotly debated. Um, but, you know, as was that decision, this decision is also very timely, given that it is Pride Month, of course. It is Pride Month, right? And, and, you know, as we said, these cases come down in June because that's the end of the Supreme Court's calendar. But it turns out that June is Pride Month, and, and maybe not everybody knows what Pride Month is. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we, uh, President Trump last year uh, explained in, 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 a, in a presidential declaration uh, that Pride Month is when we recognize the outstanding contributions that LGBTQ people have made to the United States. But, but this year is a, a, is a special anniversary, right? You're absolutely right. So the, the Stonewall riots, which are really the genesis, many, many view it as the genesis of the gay rights movement, not just in the U.S., but globally, happened in 1969 on okay. June 29th. Um, and the following year, so 1970, was the year that the first gay pride parade was held in New York. And then in the following years, um, we saw pride parades happen in thousands of cities all over the world. Um, and I, I think it's really important to mention as well, because I, I heard your podcast last week on Juneteenth, um, that, you know, transgender women of color, um, played a particularly important role in, in the Stonewall riots and then, and the advocacy for LGBTQ rights in the years that followed. Well, it's been a tremendous amount of progress, definitely in the 50 years since, uh, great gay pride marches have started, um, but the story of LGBTQ rights uh, is continues to have some chapters left to, to, to be authored. Absolutely. And, and not just in the U.S., but globally. 
So it, it, it's June now, so uh, please allow me to, 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 to bid you and to all of our viewers uh, a happy Pride Month. Thank you. Happy Pride. Thank you for having me. And thanks for coming by.